What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Real Talk with Kenny King Jr. Man, I am loving this rebrand. It's so good to bring back the thing that was most successful. And, and you know, we took this segment from Cody's show and we grew it to what it is now. We've got a whole, whole damn podcast. Uh, you guys are great listeners, great listenership. Also, you know, I, I appreciate all you guys. Do me a favor. If you're on Apple Podcasts, go on there. Give me five stars if you like this show. If you really, really feeling good, go on and just leave me a little review. I really appreciate it. That's how I know that I'm getting through to everybody. That's how I know that I'm getting good feedback. Obviously, I want to see that positive feedback. It always makes me feel good. The downloads are nice. The listens are nice. But it's always great to have that interaction and that feedback. I think that that's one of the greatest things about, you know, the listeners here, you guys, um, my followers on Twitter, the people that I interact with is, is those interactions that we have. They're genuine conversations, genuine interactions. And this whole thing was brought up organically. And I just, you know, I appreciate every single one of you guys. I appreciate everybody that's been rocking with me since day one. Uh, we're going to keep rocking until the wheels fall off. We got season coming up. We got a lot of things that are popping off. Um, some stuff in the news i mean look Derek carr said he's going to be going full court press on Devonte adams uh Devonte adams said it would be a dream to play with Derek carr again but he's a packer right now uh and so he'll see what happens now obviously Devonte is a free agent next year uh they can obviously lock him up on a franchise tag the Aaron Rodgers situation is up in the air. So there's a lot of questions that are surrounding that, but to see Derek and Devonte would be huge. And I'm going to get into that later. I'm going to get into some cool things that we're going to talk about. Um, and then we're going to talk about a little bit of what's going on for this season. So uh, buckle up because it's about to get crazy. Before I get into it anymore, I'm going to bring in my boy, my dog, my partner in crime, Somebody who helped me get this started. The guy that I started this whole podcast thing with, my boy Raider Cody. So when I come back, we'll bring Cody on. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Welcome back, everybody. And as promised, I got my dog, my role dog, my partner in crime, the guy who helped me get this podcast started and up and running. The reason why Real Talk is what it is today. Cody, what's up, bro? Raider Cody, what is first, good? First time being a guest on Real Talk. That feels, I know, it right? feels a little weird, man. I mean, I've been on the podcast like once or twice or whoever knows how many times at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. Being a guest on Real Talk is 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 real legit, so I like it. This is this everything. Fun, man. Everything had to come full circle, you know. We had to, you know, get this thing rolling. Um, 
the rebrand of the podcast it just made sense right like this is this is how it started yeah. this is i mean this is what we do right we we get on here we shoot the shit we talk football and we we have a good time doing it and we just have some real talk and you and i we've had some real ass conversations through the years and yeah you know who better to who better to bring on for the inaugural episode of real talk than the guy that it all started with good stuff dude i actually like that i didn't i didn't really think of it so this is yeah i mean i guess yeah this would be the first this is the stuff. first official episode. I dropped like yeah. a five minute banger the other day, but this is this is the real the real first episode of of Real Talk with Kenny King, uh, Jr. Because uh, you know I have to live off my dad's name, and that's the reason for for everything that's happened. But I wouldn't man. expect anything less, man. I'm a Barry, a banker, man. This is <laughs> good stuff. Hey, no, honestly though, side side note, glad you actually went with Real Talk because I told you from the get go, just take it, run with it. It's who you are. And we're doing it, man. Good stuff. So, anyways, dude, we're 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 just talking about this. We're, we're what? We're counting down the days of the season. About time. Yeah. We're kind of through that like rough patch of what's happening to where it's like, okay, it's right around the corner. We got through the OTAs. Training camps coming up, bro. What are we talking about today, dog? So I've got a couple things that I think that that is going to get fans excited. You know, obviously we had the first thing on the first thing on the docket, right? Recently, Derek Carr was on uh, ABC News down in Fresno talking about Valley Christian, um, and they asked him about Devontae Adams. And, you know, he was saying that when Devontae's a free agent, he's going to go full court press on it. Mm-hmm. And then Devontae happened to get interviewed the next day, and they asked him about the comments. And we knew that Devontae was going to be asked about it. And Devontae said it would be a dream come true to play with him again. Now we know that Derek and Devonte in college were unstoppable. That that's where the four to fifteen con- connection started, right? And you know to see those yeah. guys go from where they were in college to potentially play together, it would be a dream come true. I think that you know Derek has always had he's always had always had solid receivers, but he's never had a true number one. Yeah. What would a guy like Devonte Adams bring to the Raiders? Man, uh, a, a guy that we haven't really seen since I'd say Michael Crabtree at this point. Yeah. Um, and, and I still feel like Michael Crabtree is just kind of a small sample size. Uh, he came in as a talented guy, a guy that Derek could trust, a guy that at the time, especially when the Raiders were winning, did buy in and did, you know, kind of you feel like poured, poured his heart into playing for this team. Yeah. I feel like that's what Devontae would do just for the sole reason of playing with probably one of his best friends, Derek, um, getting in there, having that chemistry already having that confidence in each other and having that immediate excitement, like, yo, like we're playing together. Like how sick is this? Um, I don't think, you know, just because it's professional football, you're still going to have that back, you know, that backyard football type of vibe whenever you pull off moves like that. Um, It kind of makes me think at this point, I joked about it today. It's like, quit waiting for the, freaking off season next year just pull the trigger and trade for him uh yeah. we probably don't have the possibility right now of course the cap situations and whatnot but uh that's how excited i am about the idea of it just because me being an hour away from fresno state watching a lot of fresno state games back in my day um this is uh, a dream come true for me too um and it's funny that you use that quote because did pro football talk and Mike Florio use that quote or am I no, little- they, they said uh. that he wouldn't, that he wasn't going to dabble in that cover. And it's funny oh, because yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like pro football talk and, and Mike Florio have been getting dragged a lot lately. And granted, a lot of it has been coming from me. 
But, <laughs> the rest of it's coming from me. <laughs> but you're doing it. I see Vinny out there doing it. I mean, yeah. like I, I had a conversation with Vinny about it. And it's like when you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. I think the, the issue that people have, and especially like journalists, right? Like actual journalists, people that do this as their job, like this for me is a hobby. This for me is, is something that I do for fun. Some just like you, we do it for fun. Yeah. Somebody like Vinny, who, who does this job, does it as his profession, goes to school for it, does this and, and is consistently doing it. When you have something taken out of context by another quote unquote journalist that tries to drag you, that tries to put something out there, that tries to put some, some clickbait think piece and just completely butchers it. But then on top of that, did you see that the, the, the lady who, who interviewed uh, Derek and Devante, she actually came back and clapped yes. back as well. Yeah. So I kind of, it might've been a little my fault. I kind of drug her into that. Uh, <laughs> she's commented on one of my posts and then I kind of just, I don't know, I, you know, I feel like it just need a little alley-oop there and uh, dude, she came in hot and, it, and she's, she's from Fresno too. So, you know, yeah. There's probably a little, she felt some sort of way about that. And uh, whenever you're a journalist or a reporter or whatever you do, you want your stuff to be accurate and you want to be credited. Uh, yeah. That's something Mike Florio hasn't done. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe you should add a segment to your show where I get a Mike Florio mask, like, a, you know, like a clown face, right? And I come <laughs> on and I mimic him and I'll talk about stories that he talked about and I won't credit anyone either. It could be good. We'll call it pro football talk. I, I think so it'd be would... authentic. They might even start paying me at this point if i put out authentic content like what they do you know they'll probably block you um yeah they'll probably block you and then cry about it but i'm down for it i'm totally down for it i think that it, <laughs> it would be a great addition to the i hate y'all you know when we have <laughs> when we have an off week from the afc west rival we can we can always come in here with uh pro football talk because pro football, yeah yeah i mean look at it. he's what he's 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 alienated Derek Carr. He's alienated the, a lot of Raider Nation. Even like the Raider Nation that hates Derek Carr, like they are even like Florio's a joke. Yeah. And then and then the worst part is he takes Vic Tafer's article a couple of years ago, plagiarizes it, gets called out and blocks him. Gosh, dude, I'm telling you, it's it's one dude, of those things on. where that's what we hate as fans, and, and uh, that's kind of why they clickbait a lot of Raider Nation too, is because we get so frustrated. Mm -hmm. But it's it's well worth it in this case just because he's just such a dirtbag at this point it's like i'm yeah. sorry there's there's no nice words for florio because i feel like at this point he has nothing respectful to say um especially about the raiders at all when it comes to john gruden when he gets his little butt buddy chris sims in there to talk crap and do his quarterback rankings when he can't even remember how to call a play when it's getting told to him four times Why stick looky come on yeah <laughs> it's like at what point do you just kind of like pull back the curtain and be like you know what hey 
we might need to go a different direction because at one point I remember somebody, I think it was, um, oh, my, my best friend, Pat Mac, uh, McAfee, right? Is that how you say his name? I still don't, I haven't learned how to say Pat his Mc, name. Mc, 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 Is it McAfee? McAfee? Uh, something like that. Uh, McAfee? It's Pat McAfee, uh, Carmel McAfee from McDonald's. Um, I don't really, he said, I forget the quote exactly, but saying that every general man, general manager or front office person would always have pro football talk popped up on their screen because that's where all the latest news was. Um, obviously yeah. that had to have been a long time ago because now it is this clickbait garbage. And what are yep. you really getting from this? Um, especially like that quote right there that he put on his website, what general manager or what front office person wants to even see that stupid crap. That's not even true reporting. That's not credited. That's not even the full quote when it starts off with, it'd be a dream come true to make it happen. And then it gets cut off like that. Um, yeah. and runs off with the rest of just basically saying I'm a Packer right now, which is a professional answer and making right. it sound like he doesn't want anything to do with Derek Carr is absolutely just clown behavior. And that's why, that's why that's, I think that segment would succeed at this point. We can always work it into the program. There's, <laughs> there's plenty of opportunity to work it into the show. Um, you know, and just kind of piggybacking on that, I think that we, you know, getting away from the the clown talk, um, getting back to Devontae, like, obviously, yes, Devontae is, he's on the Packers, he's part of the team, he's on, he's on that roster. Um, you know, the, the uncertainty that's with Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, we don't know what the hell is going on with Aaron Rodgers right now. Yeah. I think it's if by tomorrow, if Aaron Rodgers decides that he wants to opt out, he can collect his $20 million, not pay any penalties and just walk away scot-free and, and go host Jeopardy for a year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the fact that that's even a conversation is mind blowing. You know what I mean? Like the fact that Aaron Rodgers has that possibility and that those cards on the table is r- like ridiculous. Knowing that and seeing what we deal with as Raiders fans and what's going on with the franchise and that Aaron Rodgers has the ability or the, the 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 mindset that he could possibly just walk away and go host Jeopardy while playing for the Green Bay Packers, a team that has been historically loyal to its players, wants its homegrown yeah. talent in a way, wants to draft, wants to build through the draft, wants to be loyal, wants to pay its players, wants to have them career Packers, and builds a, I would say, um, for sure, a playoff caliber team, but a, almost a Super Bowl contending team, yeah. at least a couple times a decade. Um, and for him to be frustrated with that is is, is mind blowing. So um, it's funny that the reason um, if I guess we'll just jump down this rabbit hole for a second. The reason that, <laughs> you know, with with uh, the, the battle that goes on with car stands, you know, figuratively not wanting to have Aaron Rodgers is no, it's just realistically that's not going to happen. And, and if for whatever reason, Aaron Rodgers decides that he wants to leave there and come over here where our dysfunction hasn't quite cured itself all the way. Um, well, he's obviously not in the right state of mind at this point. Um, so I, I think Aaron Rodgers has way too much leverage. I don't think there's any possibility and still just not the smart decision for him to come. Whoops. That sounded expensive. Um, it is my phone, by the way, it's already half broken anyways, I guess, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I just don't see it happening. So it's just one of those things that you just don't entertain. So, um, I'd love for the Packers to dump them off somewhere though. And then, uh, let Devante be free to go. As long as it's not Denver. Yeah, we'll still kick his butt. I don't care. Yeah, but so sure. I mean, but so but here's the thing: we talk about we talk about the dysfunction, right? We talk about the dysfunction of the Raiders, and we talk about you know how you know Derek has weathered so many storms and and all these things. 
And then obviously every year there's a report of a quarterback that wants to come to the Raiders. There's Russell Wilson that wants to come to the Raiders. There's Tom Brady who wants to come to the Raiders. There's Aaron Rodgers who wants to come to the Raiders. I feel like a lot of these stories are, are one made up obviously. And this isn't me putting a car stand hat on, but like you think about it, you go, you're Russell Wilson, you go from a team that's in the playoffs every year to wanting to go to the Raiders where you've seen Paul Gunther's defense, obviously Gus Bradley's here now, but you've seen Paul Gunther's defense and what he's done in the past. Um, you, you have to face the Kansas city chiefs. Like you have all these cards stacked against you. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Brady, like, I don't know if any of you saw this report, but Ben, ben Albright actually had said that Tom Brady's quotes on the shop were not about the Raiders. It was yeah. about the Titans, about yeah. Brian Tannehill. And you think about it, you see Tom Brady at, at a, what was it, a fight and shakes hands with Mark Davis and people go, oh, he's making videos with Mark Davis. No, he's not on there making TikToks like Jackson Mahomes with, with Mark Davis. He shook his hand. They had a conversation. That's what happens in the league. People talk. Yeah. Like, you think that players and, and coaches and, and other players aren't friends? Like, I had yeah. Sean Merriman on my podcast a couple of weeks ago. Like, do you yeah. think that I hate Sean Merriman? I hated him when he played against us, but, like, me and Sean talk. Like, well, well hold on a second. Does that mean you're going to be a Chargers fan? No, they, they don't oh. have those. They oh, don't have that's those. right. I was gonna say because that'd be yeah, yeah. you'd imagine you're like I'm gonna be a Chargers fan. You just like Charger poof, Kenny. You disappear. And you just poof. You're gone. Non-existent anymore. They that's might crazy. take my check mark away for that. So Charger Kenny. <laughs> Kansas City <laughs> Kenny. Remember that one? That was fun. Oh, Kansas City Kenny and Bronco Brant. Oh goodness. <laughs> but so you know we get into that and it's. I think that it's it's a lot of smoke screen and it's a lot of things that go on, but. Enough about that. Enough about the clown talk. Let's get into some fun stuff. I like fun stuff. I saw, you know, obviously the Travis Kelsey and George Kittle put on tight end you. And they had all the tight ends in the league, all the starting tight ends, and even some of the backups uh, across the league. Almost, I think there was 49. Actually, I know there was 49 tight ends because George Kittle made it a point to say there were 49 tight ends invited that showed up. Uh, Greg Olson was there, part of the Blue Wire family. Um, and the only guy that wasn't there was Tim Tebow, which, I mean, we'll get into that later. But um, might have been on Sunday morning. It's probably busy. Possibly, <laughs> possibly. But Darren Waller and Foster Moreau was there, and you know, from reports that I've seen from people I've spoken spoken with, obviously Darren Waller's a beast. They were saying Foster Moreau was impressing them at the tight end university and we saw obviously the the catch of foster with the jugs machine doing the one arm odell beckham catch on the sideline um this tight end room obviously is is stacked there's a lot of people in there but could darren waller and foster moreau be the best tight end duo in the league this year well i'm glad you brought up this topic because i'll never forget i think it was was it this time last year might have been last year, maybe the year before. No, it was last year. And you um, made a prediction that you thought, you know, Foster Moreau could be like the absolute red zone guy. Um, obviously, old man yeah. Witten took away some snaps from that. Things he's coming back from injury. Things didn't quite line up for him to get the opportunity to get out there and be those, be that guy or, you know, get those touchdown receptions in the red zone. Um, it's still there, though. The talent's still there. The yeah. The, the versatility is still there where he can go up there and line up in any situation. You could be inside the five and, you know, just, I mean, just extreme, just powerhouse formation 
and he's just going to dip outside and, you know, have the athletic ability um, and the hands and really just the route running and the smarts to get open and get an easy touchdown. Um, he's a big target, tall guy, um, and I think pretty reliable, um, I'd imagine. But from what we've seen, and like I said, his versatility, just, you know, when you see a versatile player, that shows that they're football smart. It's not just yeah. the talent that they have. Um, it's the ability that they have to be able to switch on and off certain talents to be able to play different positions. Um, and he has that. So you never know what the defense is going to be able to come up with it to stop him because you don't know what he's going to come up with. So it's just it's, it's a little bit of a chess match um, and tying that in with um, without a doubt. And this isn't any way to argue uh, a top three tight end in the league. Um, I will argue top one just because I am that homer. I don't care. Even if he's not now, I've always said this about if he's going to be the best in the league, maybe he's not now, but maybe he will be. Um, yeah. So that's how I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to reference the best tight end in the league right now. Um, you know, at, at what he does, I believe um, obviously elevating if we have a bottom 25 receiving core, uh, you know, at, at wide receiver, should I say receiving core uh, having a tight end that elevates our pass offense to top 10 is phenomenal. So yeah. um, adding in Foster Moreau, getting rid of old man Witten, giving Moreau those snaps, um, and let him, letting him be well over a year, you know, past his injury. What's well, probably been a year and a half. Yeah. Um, very, very healthy. Kind of got walked back into this thing. And, um, dude, I'm, I'm with you. I think uh, maybe there, maybe Darren Waller's not the number one tight end, but we have the number one tight end duo in the league. Um, you know that we have the, we have the ingredients for that. And that's all you can really ask for as a Raiders fan. Who cares? Yeah. It's not fantasy football. I'm not trying to pick who, what tight end I want to start. I want to see this silver and black football team win on Sunday points. And that's how we win is with the best tight end duo, not just, you know, whoever's going to yeah. put up more on fantasy football. And I, you know, I, I think that, I think that Foster is going to create a lot of, he's going to get a lot of opportunities because Darren's going to get, he's going to get double team this year. I think that Darren's going to cause a lot of double teams. People are gunning for him. Um, but I think that you're right. I think that Darren can make the, the, the jump, the leap, a very small leap, in my opinion, to that number one spot. And I know that people are torn. Uh, obviously, top three is Kelsey, Kittle, and Waller. Um, it's interchangeable, right? I think that Kelsey last year obviously cemented himself as number one. Um, Kittle got injured, so he, he you know, dealt with that. Kittle's a great blocker. I'm not going to take anything away from him on that. He's a great route runner. Um, Darren Waller is a great route runner. He's fast. He's quick. He's great with yak. He needs to get better at blocking. Um, Kelsey is saying Kelsey's not a great blocker. Um, so I think that really it's up in the air. I think that either one of those three can, can earn, uh, that all pro honor. I think that, you know, I think with, with Kittle coming back, there's going to be more opportunities for a second team all pro as well. Um, yeah. but you know, we look at foster and foster his rookie year was a stud and then he got injured and then we brought Witten in and we just rolled with that. And so it'll be really interesting to see how this works. John Gruden talks about getting better in the red zone. Foster, Waller, Moreau, or not Moreau, Edwards. Like you get yeah, the big yeah. bodies in there, right? And so those are the things that we look at. Um, you know, we talk about duos, right? And another duo that I think can be a top five in this league is this running back duo. We got Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. Alabama backfield. What do you think? Drake and Josh, man. I love that. TV Drake show. and Josh. Yeah, no, I, I think that's uh, going to be a good little 
maybe an incentive, I think, for Josh, too, because this is going to be, I think, his last year that he plays under his rookie contract willingly. Yeah. Um, obviously, he had the the little bit of an accident there at the end of the season, uh, whatever final game, whatever was going on there. Um, so I think it kind of put him in a position to kind of buckle down, refocus, and get ready for this season. Um, second chances are huge. Wake-up calls are huge. Being yeah. humbled is huge. Um, and I think he's going to come in um, humble and hungry and get out there and kind of be that same rookie that we saw really fighting for yards, looking, looking aggressive, you know, running angry is what, you know, we like to see out of our running backs ever since watching Marshawn Lynch, you know, we wait for that same thing. And now you're getting a versatile guy that comes in um, and can kind of be actually a really, a real change of pace back because even um, as well as, uh, Oh gosh, dude, I'm freaking brain fart. What's a, what was our backup running back last year? Uh, he, he was almost the same type of like downhill runner, something that we used to see kind of with like a Latavius Murray um, was, was a little shifty, but kind of was just running your face and hopefully pick up some good yards. Um, he did well at that, but actually bringing in Kenyon Drake, who can come on, you know, catch passes out of the backfield, be more versatile um, and maybe even encourage Josh Jacobs to be more versatile. Cause I've been waiting for that to happen. He, you know, whatever he uh predicted last year 60 plus catches and obviously yeah. that didn't happen but it could very well happen this year so uh we'll see how that ends up Devontae but. booker booker i knew that speaking of booker shout out to devin booker hopefully he wins a championship Dude. no like i don't want chris paul to win i don't care about chris paul <laughs> I, I want devin booker to win a championship we talked about this already i think but you know what talking about and and just kind of Going off the t- going off subject real quick. I hate Chris Paul. I can't stand the guy. But the guy that I can't stand more is Patrick Beverly. Oh, dude, don't even. And then start. Like, after last night, what he did, I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna push it, him in the back, throw him to the ground. Any apo- like, did you see him apologize on Twitter? Yeah, no, I, I don't care about his. That I think I haven't blocked. He said that wasn't meant for you, CP3. Sorry, like wasn't meant for you, bro. Like you just went straight at him. I don't know. It made me no, wonder. It wasn't meant for you. Yeah, it kind of made me, it makes me wonder. I always thought he was kind of just like he put on that that you know that mentality just to kind of get in people's heads. But man, it sounds like he might have a little bit too much emotion uh, yeah. floating around there. Draymond puts on that mentality to get in people's heads. Uh, Patrick Beverly is there's something wrong with that guy. Um, but man, so yeah, we I mean look, we we look at this offense and this offense can get rolling. Um, going into the defense, I want I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, but I want to focus a little bit on it. Um, I wrote about it today, um, and I think that there's two people that, that stood out to me that I think are going to benefit the most from Gus Bradley, and not only Gus Bradley, but from other players that were brought in. Um, one of those players that I think is going to stand out, and I, I think that's going to be the most improved player on the roster, is going to be Cleveland Farrell. I think that Farrell, the reason why I see him as being the most improved player is, one, you have a simplified defense. Two, he was coming into his own last year. Then he got COVID. Then he got hurt. Like, But that game against the Jets, he was balling. When that game against the, the Chiefs, he was balling. And so have him full offseason. He's put on some size. He's put on some speed. Now you have also Ngakwe to learn from. Yeah. You've got some leadership. you got some veteran leadership. And you got Gus Bradley, a guy who has traditionally had well-performing defensive lines. Mm-hmm. He's one. 
Number two is my defensive rookie of the year for the Raiders, possibly for the league, Trayvon Merrick. The guy that I was high on. I would have put big money if you had to place a bet on who you're going to pick right now. That's a that, that's yeah. a hot topic. Well, I mean, we, we've kind of had those type of draft pick players, I guess, throughout the years. And uh, this guy just, for whatever reason, extremely – he just stands out. And it's really cool of him being a second-round pick because I even felt like Trayvon Mullen being an early second-round pick himself didn't quite stand out to the fan base or stand out as a steal in the draft as well as this kid did. So yeah, um, I, I hope he just lives up to the hype. Obviously you don't know until he gets out on the football field and can put everything together out there. Um, but I, dude, from what we see and what we're hearing and, and what we kind of expect out of him, he's one of the many reasons I'm excited for the defense and hopefully just be, you know, kind of paired up with Abram could help the both of them as a duo, you know, actually have yeah. a safety duo. Uh, two guys that can work hand in hand and, and you know, kind of utilize their strengths together. Um, and going back real quick, just one comment on Cleveland Farrell. I like that pick, but I think the main reason he improves is because he switched his number to 99. <laughs> we, we gave it to a real player this year. Look good, look good play good. We, we, gave, we gave the 99 to a real player that deserved that number this year, not the guy that's over in San Francisco. Talking about fixing your credit. Oh, gosh, that guy. Yeah. The guy that guy. said we didn't need any help. I, I, you know what? What always what always worries me is when you have somebody that says we don't need any help. Like if somebody says we don't need any help, you're insecure in yourself as to what your abilities are and what you can do. You think when when we brought in Marcus Mariota, Derek Carr said we need we don't need any help. No, Derek said, hey, I'm grateful to have Marcus because we have a better quarterback room. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when when we brought in Kenyon Drake, Josh said, I was I was rallying for us to get this guy. That's what you want to see. You don't want to see people say, nah, we don't need this guy. Like I don't think any of the receivers would say, no, we don't want Devontae Adams. Yeah, because like, he's being selfish and wanted his snaps. We want players that want to win football games right. and bring in whoever you want to win football games. Take on that right. role, be the role player. And if you're gonna be getting those snaps that you were arguing about saying you didn't need, don't screw him up and get a stupid late game penalty to lose games. So that that's part. a whole nother topic that'll get me pissed off, but uh, yeah, if you're going to say it, if you, dude, if you talk about it, you better be about it. Don't you want those snaps? You act hungry for those snaps. You better get out there and play some ball because that just that's the kind of stuff that pisses me off. So have fun yeah. in San Francisco. So, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Have fun. I, I love so. Those. So let's get out of let's get out of talking about what's going on with the team. What's everything like that? But what we got going on for this season? And now last season, obviously, we we were in a pandemic year. Uh, we managed to pull out some shows. We went down, we did a couple shows, did live shows, um, had that happen. What are we doing this year? Because I know that we're going bigger, we're going better, we're going harder, better, faster, stronger. Uh, are you you going to be out there for every game this year? I'm going to be out there for every home game. I don't know where yet. Um, I don't know what is going on quite yet. We're getting there. The details, I would say two weeks, three weeks. I'll know the season's around the corner. We're just what talking a month and a half away from preseason. Yeah. So um, I'm going to be out there for the preseason game. I'm going to be out there for all the home games. Uh, if there's a playoff game, when there's a playoff game, uh, home or away, I'll be there. Uh, so I'm kind of just, you know, I'm planning to be in Vegas all the time. So if you guys are going to Vegas, be on the lookout. Obviously where I'm at is most likely where, you know, Kenny's going to be at. We'll see what's going on there. Um, we'll see what, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, we got, we got, Blue Wire doing a lot of big things over there. You can see Kenny over there at the Wind Studio at Blue Wire. Um, we'll see what's going on there. But 
every home game, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. I don't know if I'm going to be at the actual game or not. Um, yeah. Probably won't. I'm hoping to make it to one maybe, but I'll for sure be in Vegas um, and we'll be doing it big no matter what. So the, or you going to sell tickets for people to line up and, and check you for. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. Yeah. For what I said, or even probably didn't say, or just, you know how Twitter people are, they get angry and, you know, it's real, angry. it's real frustrating being on Twitter. It makes you want to check people. <laughs> yeah. I hope I get checked. I need it. I, I could use a good checking. I don't like your 280 characters that you used. I'm going to yeah. check you over that. That's really frustrating. You know, I, I could make a choice on whether to read your stuff or not, but I'm going to choose to read it and get mad about it for no yeah. reason. I'm yeah. going to get angry. As Caden would say, I'm going to get angry. Angry. It's yeah. not even angry. It's angry. That's great. But man, so, uh, so yeah, so season's right around the corner. You know, obviously we're going to be, as season kicks up, you and I will be doing a lot more shows. We'll, uh, we'll have a lot more things going on. Uh, obviously you are welcome on real talk anytime, anytime you want, you can call me anytime and say, Hey, I want to get on. Cool. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow I am doing a (laughs) podcast. You want to hop on? (laughs) Shit. Get your clown mask. We'll do, we'll do pro football talk. Oh, the first pro football talk segment. I need to get the clown mask. I can do it again. Oh man, that's great. But yeah, man. Uh, you know, I hope you have a great weekend. Hope you have a great fourth. Enjoy with your family. Tell your family. I said, hi. Give the kids a hug. Uh, Likewise. You wanna, you know, I will, for sure. It's Caden's birthday on Tuesday. Ooh, yeah. what's he now? What is he, what is he, like 9, 10? How old is that kid? He's he's, he's built three. like a 13-year-old. Oh, know, okay, right? he's three. Gosh, dang. Yeah, I'm, man, getting him a, I'm getting him a weight set for his birthday and some muscle milk, so. Oh, there you go. I can imagine. Protein checks <laughs> now, kid. Time to grow yeah, exactly. up. <laughs> hey, but uh, we got your Raiders jersey. You're going to play on the line this year. <laughs> But no, man, I hope you have a great weekend. Hope everything goes. Anything you want to leave the listeners with before we head out? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to keep it simple. If you guys are listening to this right now, listen to me and drop down into that uh, rating and review section. Leave my guy, Kenny King Jr., a five-star rating and review. That's what helps my guy here uh, reach a bigger audience. That's what um, the engagement here from you guys as subscribers. And if you're not subscribed, subscribe. Uh, I know what it's like to try and build up a, a podcast and it's frustrating at times and and uh, you, all you want is growth. And Kenny's doing a great job here and you guys don't need to slow down now. So if you haven't, drop that five-star rating and review and keep real talk shooting straight to the top of the top Raiders podcast out there. So yeah, shout out. Oh yeah, and if you want to listen to me, just go to RaiderCody.com. <laughs> Make sure you go to RaiderCody.com. If not, Caden's going to jump all over it and, and you don't want be all that. bad. No, you don't want that. Yeah. Cody, good talking to you as always, brother. Yeah, and we'll talk soon. We'll talk soon.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.